Hey, welcome to the Young, Dumb, and In Love podcast, where we talk about building stronger and healthier marriages. I'm Julian. And I'm Brittany, and we want to thank you for being a part of the conversation. Hey, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe and leave us a review so that we can get more connected with you. Welcome back to Young, Dominant and Love. We are so excited for you to join us today. Merry Christmas. We are those November 1st people that some people can't stand. Other people are for it. I oh, don't yeah. know. Oh, yeah. Last night on our way home from um, practice, me and Gabby, we listened to Pentatonic, Pentatonic's Christmas. Oh, yeah. She loves it. Went hard. And then my song came on. My song came on. It was uh, the one from Sister Act. Uh, joyful, joyful Lord. That one. I was I've like, never ah! seen Sister Act. You've never seen Sister Act? Nope. You know what we're doing tonight. We're watching Sister Act. Your life is not. No, your life is about to be changed. Anyway, it's been a minute. I feel like we say that a lot, so we're just going to go right over it. And it's been a second. We, you know, building businesses from home. Yep. Both of us that Mm -hmm. aren't the like that aren't the podcast. Yeah. Or the marriage ministry. Like we need to pay our bills. So. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So October was just like a crazy, crazy month. Oh yeah. And I don't think if you if I've we both look back, I would say neither one of us navigated it super well. Um, yeah. And so we thought, you know what, let's just be really honest and vulnerable because that's the whole heart <laughs> of this podcast and be like, Hey, you know what? Like October was a really good, what not to do month. Yeah. that's true. And sometimes I think the best true. lessons are taught from not what to do. Yeah. Yeah. We basically were looking at each other one day and we're like, I don't even like you anymore. What's, okay. Like, who are you? <laughs> that's, actually kind of, that's pretty true. Obviously, it's dramatic, but definitely had a moment where we're it like, was a busy, what is busy happening? month because yeah. October we had guests multiple oh times. Gosh, yeah. our, Which we love. We love all of our guests. Totally. But our in our littlest had her birthday yep. and then we took them on a trip and then we came home and you've started <sighs> a new business. Oh my gosh. Now our other dog is barking. We both Julian started another business because we are, you know, entrepreneurs. So we both have different businesses that we run. And so Julian partnered with a friend. They have now started a new business. So it's just been busy. It has been. And I think it's so like, I think a lot of marriages probably right now, as we all look kind of like how the world is a little turbulent right now. I think there's a lot of things going on. People having to navigate tough things. Yeah, that's so true. That's so, so we're true. like, let's just talk a little bit about how we could have navigated better. And then like going forward, like things that we've said, like, yeah. because don't you think that even the best marriages, cause I would say we have a really amazing marriage. Yeah, for sure. Obviously that's yeah. why we do this. We, Hello. we love each other. We're happy together. We, you know, we have usually nine out of 10 times we have a really good flow going. We yep. just, we do. Yeah. And then every once in a while, you just hit this like, like ooh, weird, this is not... Yeah, what is it's happening? It's like a weird tension. Yep. You know? Well, because you're getting the tension. You're right. That, that word is perfect. There's tension on yeah. all sides. You're getting pulled left, right, forward, oh, yeah. backwards, up, down, swirly, right. swirl, you know, whatever it is. And I think a lot of times the the thing that struggles in is the marriage because it seems like it's the thing that can kind of get like... Pushed back. It's not always the squeaky wheel. The yeah. kids are very squeaky. Oh my goodness. The dogs, obviously. Squeaky. Work... 
you know, clients, people, and you love that stuff and bills. you serve and yeah, those, yeah, you know, your bills, you pay and, your bills and all of a sudden you have more bills and you're like, what the heck you is know, happening? And then school, there's a conference, Hey, school's closed <sighs> for this week. And then the school's closed that week. And then there's no school that day. And you're just like, why do we send our kids to school? Well, yeah, what's the point of going but, to school then? <laughs> but I think it's like your marriage oftentimes because it's, it's there. It's like the thing that sometimes just gets neglected because yeah. it's there so and true. we just think it's still going to be there. Yeah. So we thought, you know what, let's just talk about what we did wrong yeah. or how we wish, Hey, if we would have gone back, this is really what we should have done because these are our values. And maybe we kind of like just didn't, didn't slay in yeah. the month of October. Well, let's just think about it. So like we things, did not go on a date, zero dates, not one date in October. And I'm trying to think, well, that's not a completely true. Oh, we went true. on a date in Disneyland. We were in Disneyland. Okay. That's And true. we're like, we pawned our kids true. off to the family and we Absolutely. went on a really nice date we and did. it was awesome. Okay, you're right. It was awesome. Okay. I feel like it was when we came home from our trip that it was oh, just for like, sure. I think it's because we did, we had visitors and then we were gone a week yep. and our kids that were two weeks off school, two weeks off school. So didn't it's like, help. I think one is like making sure you are prioritizing the date night. Cause yeah. we haven't always been really good at that. Yeah. And I'm like a super duper homebody. Oh my gosh. And, and I'm so such my go to when things are super overwhelming and when we've had a lot of social events, yeah. She's I just like, want to stay home. You're just done. I'm like, I just want to put on my jammies. I want to stay home. Like leave me alone. Right? Yeah. And I'm like, so what are we doing let's next? Let's go. Let's go on a date. And I'm like, let's oh, go somewhere. I don't want to go on a date. And it's not that I don't want to go on a date. It's I don't want to like leave the house. <laughs> you don't want to get ready. I don't want to get ready. Oh my gosh. Ladies. You don't want to. Seriously. I'm you, like, can we go on a date okay. and I don't have to put makeup on or do my and, hair and I can wear sweats. I guess a movie I could do that. And does anybody else struggle with this? But for some reason, Brittany's always like, oh man, like my kids are so crazy. Like oh. we should go on a date and be alone. And, and then we go on a date and we're alone. And then all of a sudden she's like, I just miss my kids. I just want to be around them. I'm like, girlfriend, I mean, I get think your life mm, together. A lot of parents, <laughs> yes. I know. I do need to get Cause I'm like, woo. Well, yeah. Yeah. Mom guilt can be a real thing, but so anyway, just really prioritizing those date nights, yeah. no matter what. And yep. really like we are striving to be better at it. So true. And it's like, we'll get in such a good rhythm. And then we're like, yeah, life, nights? life. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then, well, and that's it. That's a great excuse for not oh, going on dates and saying, well, life is just hard life. We just got so much going on. Yeah. We don't have money, blah, blah, blah. Like you don't need money to go on a right. date. You don't need, well, I would um, say too, the, the thing that makes it a little different is we're both home all the time. Yeah. So we do spend time together. We, we spend every, like literally our office is right here. I sit right there. <laughs> she sits right there. That's where we work all day like long. There's like so much stuff right there. Yeah. Like in this I won't like, even show you what my office looks like. This is the dining like. room. It's a dining room. Also but slash like, office. It's this huge table and half of it is covered in books and computers and pens and planners and microphones, cameras, cameras, <laughs> microphones, lights. I mean, honestly, as I'm looking at it, I'm like, Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. <laughs> but I think sometimes it's like, it's not just like you have to sometimes have that really intentional time. You do. One thing I would say we did well mm -hmm. is we walk a lot together. Oh that, yes. Those morning are nice. walks. And our friends that we um, have recorded with before the walk and talks. And the I always think about talks. that. We yep. walk and talk, you know? And yep. so those are, those are really great. I wouldn't say those are necessarily like 
date nights, but they are good times. They're moments. They're moments that are good that really are helpful. And I talk like the whole time. Yeah, it's true. I listen a lot. And sometimes I'll say like, I mean, yesterday, what did I say? I said, okay, now we're going to just talk about me. And she did. (laughs) She did. I said, like we were talking about young, dumb and in love and just some really cool things we have like opportunity to do. And what's going to come in 2023 as yep. we're kind of planning for, you know, Young, Dumb, and In Love and the and podcast. And now we're going to talk and about... And then I said, okay, now, like, Young, Dumb, and Love's going to go over here for just a second. And now we're going to talk about me yeah. and my, like, business and what I need you to do for Let's me. Let's talk about me. Let's talk you're about... Ah, Julian's talk in about, marketing yeah. and does, you know, a bunch of stuff like that. And, like, I'm, like, marketing, sometimes I feel, like, illiterate. And yeah. so... I'm like, okay, now it's my consultation moment where <laughs> you get to give me a consult on the things I should and shouldn't be oh, doing. Oh, yeah. Well, earlier she was filming too and she was saying stuff and then like in between shots, I'd be like, hey, hey so... <laughs> I'm like, it's already hard enough and to I told put her, yourself on you camera. You can totally ignore me. Don't yeah. even pay attention. No, it's fine. I'm just I appreciate give you- it because here's the thing. I And you can... Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. I'm like sensitive, but I also do like the feedback. It's true. As it's, long as you do it in a loving yeah. way, which you're good at. Which I've I had do to learn. want the feedback because I do want to be better. Yeah. I just don't want you to be like, ooh, that was bad. I want you to be like, okay, so here's my feedback, which is really how you should communicate anyway. You should. It's called the sandwich. Yes. It's yep. like nice, a little bit of, er, and then what nice you should again. fix. And like then an nice Oreo. Again. But you did so great. But you did so good and you look <clears> yeah. amazing. Um, yep. but yeah, just prioritizing date nights and that yep. time, that one-on-one time. Well, and the second thing beyond date nights is I think it's super easy to get into a funk when you assume things, assuming things about the I other. I feel like he's okay. going to like totally, where, where's this going? So, it's not going anywhere. I'm not attacking you. I'm just I being feel like real. like this sweater is like. Listen, your sweater is me. very good. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, assuming things about yeah. your spouse is mm-hmm. like a ticket to fighting okay it's always okay. better yep. to look at your spouse in the eyes and say hey so i'm kind of getting this vibe the this vibe. is how i'm feeling um is this true or am i crazy and i would rather and i always say that you know, is crazy. this true or am i crazy it's if she true. says i'm crazy and i'm like okay, okay. great yeah. if she says eh, it's kind of true and i'm like okay so how can we fix that if you don't have that conversation you're just going to assume that mm. something is happening like for instance literally this this month it was it was tough. It was a tough month. This month, I I had the assumption. I was like, she just doesn't even like me anymore. I'm I am convinced that my wife doesn't even like me at all anymore. I mean, now, were there moments or things that maybe I did that I probably deserved for her to look at me with those mean eyes? Probably, <gasps> yes. But I just assumed without yeah. having the conversation or talking. And so what happened was is it, it what it does is it draws or it, it uh, puts a drives. Thank like you. A wedge. It drives a wedge mm-hmm. in between you two. Yeah. And it's a, and it's like an unnecessary wedge. It's a wedge right. that is caused by assumption rather than truth. And if you can just get down to the truth, the assumptions will never grow into something that it shouldn't be. Right. And that's what happened to us this month. I assumed things and mm. you know a lot of times which i put off I the vibes she too. assumes a lot of things about me too yeah. and and yeah. i'll be like why that's not true at all like that's not my heart and if if you would have just asked me you know like that's yeah. the conversation we have to we have to have with each other constantly mm-hmm. is being honest having real conversations and don't assume things about each other yeah well like you just said like driving a wedge between the two of you like i think it's like it's such a like it's not in the physical, but in like the spiritual. And it's like, it 
is this tension. And isn't that so like the enemy wants to drive a wedge in your marriage. So there's like this invisible tension where it's like, and even if he's not doing something, I'm just annoyed period. And there's just like this tension that gets built, you know? And if you don't talk about it and you don't really just try to break that down, it just builds and builds and builds and builds. And the only place for it to go is to crumble or to explode or whatever you want to. And it's so easy to get there. And it's so many things. Cause like a lot of times, you know, the state of like the world in general, no matter what you believe or what you feel, um, you know, financial crisis or financial things going on or whatever. It's like, if you don't have a conversation with your spouse, it's like, there's just this, I don't know. It just feels weird, you know? And, and also too, as a wife, it's like, okay, I never, like I've come a long way in this sense is like, I know that my husband has a lot of pride in taking care of our family. So there's like certain conversations that I'm like, Ooh, this, I don't want to hurt your feelings. So like, how do you approach it? Like the nice way. But sometimes I think you just have to say like, Hey, First, know my heart. Like you said, the sandwich. Yeah. Know my heart. I love you. I see how hard you I work. I know you. what you're doing is, you know, here are some, cons- like, here are some things that I'm wondering or what's going on in my mind, you know? And so that's important, you know? So one, obviously we talked about like being consistent with that date night, which we want, want, did not do well, <laughs> very well. And then two, obviously having those conversations and our dogs are literally making the weirdest noises today. It's like, they're like attention. Yeah. Um, they are attention seekers. They really are. And knowing that like marriage is going to have these little hiccups, like not yep. hiccups. Like, okay. So there was never a moment in October that I was like, I don't want to be with Julian <laughs> or we're not going to be married. No, we're going to be married. We're a team, but sometimes the team needs a team huddle and come together and say, Ooh, Oh, I know. Sports analogy. <laughs> I see <Thank> you. you. <laughs> okay. Contrary to popular belief, maybe I am actually quite the, she was, a I actually really, girl. really like sports and hockey sports. to be, to be exact. <laughs> well, like watching hockey. I didn't play hockey for the record. When we go to but a hockey game like, though, the trash talking begins. <laughs> you, and, you and Elsie. <laughs> um, our four year old. But I think it's like, you need to huddle and come together and be like, Hey, you know what? These plays that we usually do are just kind of not working right now. Yeah. Like we need to call an audible or a shift or whatever it is. And that's okay. Yeah. So true. You know? And it's like, you can't, put new wine into old wineskins. And mm. I think it's like marriage sometimes needs a little huddle of like, Hey, you know what? This is how we've always kind of done things. But right now it just isn't really feeling like it's yeah, like it's not producing any fruit. Yes. Right. Yeah. I mean, and our life has like shifted so much. We went from either working at different places yep. or working at the same place, but like not like together. So where we literally f- sit face to face, like most of the time, yeah. you know, and we share drop offs and pickups and clean up and this and that, yeah. you know? So it's like, sometimes you have to have a huddle and say like, this is feels, this doesn't feel like it's giving us any wins for sure. Yeah. How can we get some wins in the book? Yeah. You know, so good. And you know, so obviously wins are huge. And with, when, when it comes to wins, here's a great example of how Brittany was able to give me some wins this month. Um, so with my business and what I do, um, it's a very, it's very business. We have or a very busy business. We have lots of clients and they're all asking for different things and we have to perform in different ways for different clients. Right. And sometimes it's like an all day thing. Like I have to work from the time I get up to the time I go to bed. And that's just the way it is right now because we're building. And she can see the stress inside of my eyes, right? And she's like, 
hmm, he's off. He needs he needs some focus time. Sitting across from me at this table probably isn't the best thing for him right now. Because I'm so <coughs> lovely. Yeah. But because yeah. my work desire or de- is like needs uh, time that's very, very specific to just focus and have no distractions at all, she would be like, hey, you should leave today. Yeah. And one of my best places to work is at a coffee shop. I put headphones in, I got my coffee Mm -hmm. and I just, boom, I just go and I don't have to talk to nobody, especially because where we live, I don't really know many people yet. You know, we're working (laughs) on that. But, uh, so it's, it's easy for me to work really hard. So she'll send me, she'll like get him, send me, get out, go, go, get out. You need to go work and get some work done and get that stress is hard because it's it's like, okay, you know, you used to go to an office. (sighs) I mean, it's a blessing too. I love it. I wouldn't change it or trade it. I love it. Yeah. But when you go somewhere, it's like, you can kind of compartmentalize like, okay, when I'm here from nine to five, I am working. That's exactly when I go home, I am momming and cleaning and doing laundry. I have this like habit of like, Trying to mold it all all together. together. And sometimes I'm like, oh, what work did I get done today? Well, no, but I did like 10 loads of laundry, vacuumed, scrubbed the toilets. Okay, well, you know. So I know that about me. So I will be like, you should just like go. And then I'm not frustrated when I'm like, oh, there's a lot of dog poop in the backyard and Julian didn't pick it up. Yeah. Well, he's working. But anyway, yes. Seeing what they need. Because I think too, part of like we always talk about marriage, it's this partnership that sometimes means like, not all the touchy feely, but like, Hey, what do you need? Like practically, like practically you're building a business right now. And because I'm your wife and I'm your helpmate and I'm the person that is here to stand next to you and help champion you. What do you need to be able to do that right now? And it ebbs and flows, you know, different times and different seasons and, um, well, and that's where the whole marriage is servitude thing comes in. Oh, absolutely. Like marriage truly comes down and boils down to being having servitude towards each other yeah and when she sees the need that i have and she fulfills it and i do the same thing for her and we're serving each other constantly and we're yeah. always giving to each other while also taking from each other yeah what we're doing is we're putting deposits in and we're taking withdrawals putting yeah. deposits it's just like a bank account you have to treat it like that because now you don't want to be transactional with your spouse right. you don't want it to be like that yeah but um well i did this and why aren't you doing anything for me like that's not going to work i'm just telling you right now that's not really going to work at all what you but if you both take on the attitude of servitude and you begin to serve yeah. each other every single day and <clears throat> you see a need and you fill it i see the dog poop in the back and i pick it up you know like stuff like that Whatever it is, you see the need and you fill it and, yeah. you, and you provide that opportunity for each other. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen is there's just going to be a natural flow that happens and both of your tanks are being filled and as they're being emptied and they're going to be filled because you're constantly doing it for each other. Yeah. And what that does is all it does is it promotes wins yeah. in your marriage and it helps you not get to the place where you're bitter and you're mad and you're sad and yeah. <clears throat> you don't feel connected to your spouse. Like that happens because you guys aren't doing things yeah. for each other every single day and taking care of each other's needs. Mm-hmm. And now your needs might be different. Like my needs are way different from Brittany's yeah. and Brittany's are way different from mine. Like mine, I'm probably a little bit more of like a, I need physical needs and I have, I love gifts and I love going and doing things that are fun and I like to yeah, you know travel and I like to experience things like for yeah. me that's huge and that's a very big deal for her like very big what do you I, mean to let you do those things no like for you to do those things with me sometimes like oh, oh, like oh, to yeah, go yeah, travel yeah. and do oh, things like you're a homebody yeah. like you like yeah. to be home and I'm like 
so what are we doing next? Like, where are we going? You know? And so, to bed. so what kidding. she does is she, now it's a balance, but yeah. she definitely balances her life to provide those needs for me right? and vice versa. You know, when we're here, like it's, it's so easy to be home and be distracted by whatever your kids, your dogs, your, your responsibilities, all that kind of stuff. And when we're here for her, quality time is such a, a monumental thing. Also servitude is such a huge quality thing. time, but like quality alone time too. I think exactly. sometimes it's like, well, that's what I'm I saying. Need to like, be told, Hey babe, I got the kids. Why don't you go for like a walk or you work exactly. out or go read a book outside or do something by yourself? Because for me, I am filled up by being alone. And I have to force her to do it though, because she feels a heavy feel responsibility really to take care of everything. Take, yeah. And sure. so for me, I look at her and I go like, when I could see that she's stressed, I'm like, Hey, you should go like upstairs, close the door, get a workout done, whatever it is, yeah. you know, go for a walk. Um, just trying to come up with any reason for her to just get her mind right, right. so that she can be in a good place for, for me yeah. and for our kids and just for our house because our house should be a, a place where we feel safe, right? Yeah. It's a place where we feel like we can be ourselves, where we can have honest conversations. But when we're yeah. stressed and we don't feel connected to our spouse, it's not going to be that. It's mm -hmm. going to be a place that causes more stress and it's going to cause you to fight. And it's going to cause you to be in a place where you don't even want to be around that person, but you live with them. So now so you're, you're like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> so. Well, I think it was like, we usually do such a good job at that, but for some reason it just felt like a I mean, little bit like this October, weird. It October was, weird. was hard because we were, like you said, we were being pulled in so many directions right. and then, you know, like, a, and that's why though, don't you think that's why it's so imperative, which is to have those like date nights scheduled in. Mm-hmm firmly, you yeah, know what I mean? 100%. And to have that time of like, Hey, no matter what happens, we're going to sit down on this day and we're just going to chat and talk and whatever, you know? And I think like you said too, making assumptions, like I assumed that Julian maybe didn't realize the way, you know, the way that I felt about something or the way things were going in different situations. Yeah. You know, and then well, I was worried because I'm like, I don't want to hurt his feelings. And so it's like, okay, yeah, this is like a couple who coming, you know, we've been together for a long time and we're usually really good at navigating these things. And then we hit these little like tensions and it's like, Hey, but like, how do we navigate this? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I was going to say just now too, when it comes to that, like the assumption thing is so huge because she, we see life a lot different mm -hmm. from our perspective. My brain interacts with life different than her brain does and there's nothing wrong with that that's totally okay mm -hmm. um, but she sees every little detail like for instance in our house that has to be done um, and I just don't I just don't see it the way that she does nor do I think it's a big deal like it doesn't yeah. matter to me you know like I'm like it's fine it's not a big deal I'll do it tomorrow or whatever and she sees it and then she'll get she would get frustrated with me if I don't take care of it. And she's like, well, what if you would have, you know, like it's moments like that. Well, if you would have done this, I'm like, I didn't know that needed to be done. I totally would have done it. Like just ask. And that's where, if we can just communicate. Right. Yeah. And so uh, this is a real conversation between yeah. me and her because when she will assume that I just didn't do it because I'm lazy or whatever, I'm like, no, I just didn't see it. You just, and I see like everything. And because you see everything, just, Tell me, tell me what you need. Like, yeah. you know, I'm such a, like, I feel like I'm such a servant. So if yeah. you, if you need something done, that's going to help be helpful to you. Just, yeah. just tell me. And what yeah. am I going to do? I'm the type 
who doesn't wait till tomorrow. I'm like, like, I'm going to go right now. I'll do it right now. Sometimes though, I'm like, really? That's been sitting there forever. And then all of a sudden he's gone. I'm like, where'd he go? Oh, he went to go fix that. And I'm like, right now yeah. but it, it is because it, we are but, so different but for instance like our toilet you know? oh my gosh okay, don't this, even talk to no, me about that that this, toilet i think is literally cursed. cursed or possessed we have this downstairs toilet is guest insane. bedroom or it's like the guest bedroom toilet you and have fixed like every part of it i've literally replaced all the parts did it makes everything weird noises. took it apart so i fixed the weird noises part that's great there was some crazy noises coming from that toilet it was crazy and then water was coming out of it and then and we couldn't figure the floor out from was where getting wet and i literally take the whole thing apart replace parts can't put, figure out put new why everything. is the ground wet i flush it a million times doesn't I'm, leak nothing nothing leaks and all of a sudden my daughter comes out and she's like hey like the floor's super wet and all of a also sudden like her pants and were her pants yeah wet. and i'm like okay this what is, is weird it only leaks when, when she goes into the bathroom and so we start just like thinking about it and we watch her and we're like hey what do you do? And apparently she leans back on the tank a little bit and you can't really lean back on this tank for some reason. It's an older toilet. You can't lean back on this tank because what it does is it opens the seal just enough to where water comes out. Right. Like a lot. That's fine. Anyways, it's, I'm telling the (laughs) story. Let me tell the story. story. Anyways, (laughs) we figured out that it's her because of the way she leans back. So we're like, you can't lean back. It hasn't leaked ever since then so but if that you come was over, such a don't frust- lean back on our yeah, toilet because it might leak <laughs> but it was one of those thing. things where like it was so frustrating it was causing headache it was i didn't know what to do i kind of almost was like giving up on it I'm just you gonna know get a new i'm toilet. just gonna get a new toilet yeah. and then all of a sudden here we are we're here fixed we are. but fixed if i would have just examined it a little bit differently you know i didn't push on the tank I don't, I, lean back yeah if i were to lean back it. like something so simple yeah. but i say that that sometimes your marriage can be like a leaky toilet. You have oh. no idea what's happening and there's water going everywhere. And you're like, I feel like we fixed everything. We went to counseling and we got yeah. a new flusher. We got a new this, we got a new that. Everything's yeah. been replaced. But for some reason, there's something in our life that is causing us to have this leak in our marriage. And typically it's something as simple as leaning back too far. If you lean back too far in a certain area, what's going to happen is the water is going to come out and you're not going to see where it came from. You're like, where where did that come from? That's where communication comes into play all the way. If, if we would have just communicated with our daughter, like, Hey, what are you doing? We would have figured it out a long time ago, but instead we were like, Ah, fixing everything else that didn't need to be fixed and it was just the one thing well now the toilet's like brand new (laughs) she pretty much is everything's replaced i think too what i like because okay so we you know we've talked about like making sure you're not making assumptions of how your spouse is feeling and then really prioritizing those like date nights and those one-on-one times and then something i think for us that we do and we've talked about it so many times on this podcast is if we did not have solid values in our marriage so true solid things that are non-negotiable months like October that had a lot of stressors and Mm -hmm. a lot of things. I mean, from, like I said, the no school, the different businesses, starting new ventures, sick. I forgot. Oh my gosh. Yes. I'm still, I'm still dealing with it. Came home from Disneyland, which is awesome. Such a blessing. We love to be able to go. Julian and Elsie are both sick. Elsie gets better, literally gets sick right away again. And we're just like, ah, so I think it's just like, you know, sometimes it's not even, that person is doing anything wrong. Life is stressful sometimes. Life is stressful sometimes. And that's just what it is like to live life. And you're just going to have months like that. And the thing is having those values that we can come back to, that no matter what, 
I love Julian. Yeah, that so true. we are not going to get divorced. Not even that that was on the table in October, for the record. But you know, it's like those Good. <laughs> those values that bring you back. You know, communication and being honest with each other, and quality time, and praying for each other, and knowing that like if I'm if he seems like he's struggling, it probably isn't. I can be a cheerleader, you mm-hmm. know. And I think that's the thing is, I did see like man, he is just grinding you know with these he's has businesses and he's making a lot of contacts and it's not that he's trying not to do the things that I want him to do it's that he's so stinking busy and if he didn't work from home and he was just like hey babe I'm gonna be a couple hours late I'd be like okay but because I see him I'm like oh spend time with me or oh do this because I'm because you love quality time (laughs) um anyway so it's like making sure you have those values you know that mission of your marriage like is you know what are you making sure that you don't lose sight of no matter what, like no matter what, even when he's driving me absolutely bonkers, I have to remember, I love this man and I chose him and I'm going to continue to choose him even on the days where I suck. He's annoying. (laughs) And I think that's okay. But I think that what happens is because we want to not feel that way. We just kind of keep pushing it aside. No, no. And then it just, you know, becomes more than just a squeaky wheel. It's a wheel that's falling off and you know, whatever. There's a lot of, you know, things that can be stressful, like kids. Yeah, kids are very stressful for sure, you know, and obviously we love our kids. Of course, it's it's not that, but it's just another thing that does take attention. It is hard being a parent. Yeah. It takes all your attention, you know. Well, and when you're navigating things with your kids, a lot of times it can be like, okay, we're navigating this tough thing or we're helping our kids through this tough thing or like with a sick kid. When Elsie's sick, my whole life revolves around Elsie. Oh, a thousand percent. She's little. She needs her mom. And then we were sick at the same time, so and, I'm oh not even my able gosh. to help And so then else. he's sick, and she's sick. And when sick, I get I'm sick, gone. like, I get sick, you know what I'm saying? She says it's drama, but... No, I don't... I do think you're sick. It's... Do I also ugh. think there's drama? A hundred percent. Well, we're two weeks later, and I still have I it in my chest. I can hear these, like, little, like... <sighs> uh, like, when I walk by, and okay. I'm like, I'm a no, That is not... That you are doing that. That is not <laughs> the truth. But I love you. Okay. And I still take care of you. This don't girl. I? Don't I? Yeah, you do. Even this though girl, I'm like, though. oh my gosh, he's crazy. But this anyway. hilarious. So... <laughs> I am. Thank you. You're welcome. But navigating those tough seasons, you can do it well. Yeah, you know, and you can. and here's the thing. Obviously, this isn't an episode about like really traumatic things happening. This is more just that like everyday light tension. There's gonna be traumatic things that are navigating on a whole nother level, which we could, you know, talk about in another podcast. This is more of just that daily life when you just kind of get caught up in the grind of it. Yeah. And you look at your spouse and you're like, we haven't dated in this long we haven't maybe been intimate in this long Mm, mm. and it's longer than you want to admit but you're like you know but i think that it's important to realize like you got to just look at that have that conversation and then move forward from it rather than like walk in shame or oh my gosh i can't believe that we had such a tough month it's like no we had a tough tough month we had that conversation and then like literally the next day we were like this All is, right. we're going to just, it was over. Yeah. And <laughs> one, one tough conversation. And yeah. It was over. And it's like, okay, let's see eye to eye. Let's have these tough conversations. And I think sometimes too, and something, you know, that it's important is like, especially when it comes to things that would maybe have like, a, you have a lot of pride in, right? Yeah. So like, for example, like providing for your family, for of sure. course you have a lot of pride in that and you should, because it is your responsibility and you know, but it 
doesn't have to be something you have to shoulder like completely alone. But as the wife, if I'm going to have a conversation about like, okay, what finances are going to come in this month? Like, how are we going to make that like monthly nut? You know how they say like, what, how are we going to pay these bills or whatever? It's like starting that conversation in a way that's like, Hey, like this is strictly business. Like sometimes it really is so just true. like strictly business. This is an attack on this you. This is an attack on you yeah. or how hard you're working or yeah. the person you are or the things that you're doing, because all of that I believe in and I think is amazing. This is strictly like that the mortgage doesn't care about your emotions. It does not care. It just wants to get paid. <laughs> That's it. You know, and so I think it's so important and it's okay to say like, hey, like you're doing so good. I love you so much. We're working so hard. Like, can I ask you like what, you know, what are you, are you looking at financially this month? Or, hey, yeah. what are some ways that we could, that I could help? Or how can I serve you? You know what I mean? And so then it kind of takes that like, yes, there's emotion there, but like this isn't, an attack on you. This is just a, Hey, these are due and they need to be paid. Yeah, for sure. You know, 100%. and so like prefacing that. Yeah. Well, would you feel like that makes a difference. A like, thousand percent. In my delivery. A hundred percent. And you, the thing Which can is, be hard. the thing is, is like delivery is everything. Like if yeah. you preface like, Hey, first of all, totally believe in what you're doing and who you are yeah. as a man. Like you preface that and then you go, and I just need to know like where are we at, like how, what can I do? What can, yeah, like, what can we do different? Um, especially if not, one of you not, pays the bills yeah, cause, and the other cause one, cause you pay I the bills and pay them. I do everything I can to make the money. <laughs> I make I mean, money you, too. Wow. You do make, yes. she, she could, as a, has a lot of potential to make more money than me, but, um, but the housing market right now, Hey, there's still opportunity for you to buy a house if you need to anyways little plug. Um, but listen, the thing is, is like she approaches it so well that not all the time, not all the time, I but, try. but you try. I do try. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, is like, I have had to learn and I still have to learn not to be, um, offended by her approaching the question, you know, and yeah. before in our past life, you know, not past, past. life, but, um, <laughs> in our past, we've had steady jobs where we had, a, we knew exactly how much we'd be making every single month. And, we just budgeted off of that. Now it's like, okay, it's going to be different. It might be more this month, less this month. It's just different because we're running our own businesses and it depends on other people and, but it mostly depends on me. And so with that, I'm, I'm like in a weird place where I've had to learn to go, okay, if I could just communicate up front where we're at yes, and from the very beginning and just say, Hey, I might have to take on some side jobs while we're doing this thing. That's okay. Like she can go, all right, we know that there's going to be some sacrifices. Well, month. there's always, there's <clears throat> all, like, like faithfulness of, you know, God, I mean, honestly, always, it's just like, it's really just an approach thing on anything, not just finances. A thousand percent. If you, I just, you're okay. you. if you're struggling maybe in your intimacy or your finances, or I mean, think of other stressors, big stressors, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, kids, parenting, family, family. Yes. Obviously all yep. that stuff, different beliefs, different ideas, whatever it is. It's like how, politics right now. You know, that's a big one. <laughs> how you approach the conversation really determines the way the conversation lands. I think For sure. too, you yep. know what I mean? And that's not always easy. Yeah. Well, and r when you do approach these conversations so that you can fix things and keep things from going away, like you need to remember if you're the one approaching that, that's your, that's your spouse. Yeah. That's, that's your team. For sure. I think a lot of times we forget that we're that we're team. on the same team because yeah. 
we have our things that we're dealing with. They have theirs. And it's just like, okay, where are we at? Where are we going with this? Yeah. Um, instead, when you remember that you're a team, and like she said earlier, huddle up. All right, we're, we need to huddle up real quick. And when we yeah. huddle up, we might have to throw an audible, but let's yeah. look at what's happening. What's, what's defense playing right now? When you have that kind of mentality as, as a leader in your home, yeah. um, you're going to be able to determine what needs to happen that month. And then you're going to be able to go together hand in hand and go, all right, let's go forward and move forward with this and do this thing and be successful in all that we do. And that's where people drop the ball because yeah. they, they, ins- they forget they're a team and they right. separate themselves instead. And now we're sitting in a place where we're against each other. We're, all, right. we're on opposing teams when that's not the way that marriage is designed. We're designed to work together with everything yeah. that we do. Well, it talks about how a strand of three is not easily <clears throat> broken. And, but when you are married and you're trying to navigate everything separately and then you're not really bringing in, you know, the Holy spirit and asking God to help yep. like that just creates just chaos, honestly, just straight up chaos, you know? And for us, it's like, for me, just as we were kind of navigating, like, Oh, this just feels weird. This, it just was weird. It was like, I kind of just, and was like, okay, Lord, what areas am I like, instead of saying, okay, well, Julian's not doing this and Julian's not doing that. And if he would just do this, then I would do that. Then Uh. I just was like, okay, what areas can I just be a light and I can just be loving? Cause there wasn't every day that I felt like that. And just how can I be loving? How can I be light? How can I be an encourager? Because honestly, my negative attitude or adding any stress is not going to be helpful. And sometimes it's like, realigning myself, just realigning myself, like, okay, what is going on with me? And then kind of approaching it from that makes it so much healthier. Cause then I'm like, okay, these are the ways that maybe like I got a little off course. And so, you know, maybe I started falling into old patterns of like, um, one of the big stressors I used to have a lot was finances Mm -hmm. and the Lord has always taken care of us. But when we were younger, especially, and things would be like, I mean, tight to tight, like way, you know, different than now, but like just crazy stories we could tell about like all of a sudden someone calling me and like, Hey, we just have this feeling that we should bless you with this money. And we would have like a car that wasn't working and we'd be like, this is literally insane. But I have to recognize like, am I falling into old patterns because things feel uncomfortable? And so then I'm operating out of fear of like, Oh, finances when it's like, no, everything's fine. You're just operating out of fear because you're uncomfortable. So you're going back to what you used to do. And when I go back and go, okay, actually that's me. So, okay, Lord, like help me to realign my thoughts, my feelings, you know? And then I approach it from a whole new perspective of like, oh, actually everything's fine. I'm just overreacting before there's anything to overreact about. Then that It's helps. like past trauma, you know? How, oh, absolutely. How past trauma you, it's, messes it's, you up. Well, and I think a lot of times it's like, and this is a whole, I feel like we're like untangling so many different things, but past trauma sometimes feels like a nice cozy blanket. And unfortunately, instead of us just deciding like, no, I'm not going to get back under this. I'm not going to fall into this. We just kind of go, okay, well, this is familiar. It may not be good and I don't actually like it, but it's familiar. And when I operate out of these old familiar patterns that are not healthy, the person I am sucks. Yeah. But I have to like realign, you know? And so a lot of what I felt last month, especially was really my own 
old personal traumas and issues that I've dealt with. Um, even just like navigating some mental health stuff and navigating some medication stuff that was Mm kind of off and on, you know, just different things that, you know, we talk about openly on the podcast, mental health and my struggles with mental health and our journey and all that. Um, when I really sat in, in that for a moment and thought, okay, where am I like operating not properly here? For sure. Then it helped me kind of come back in alignment. Yeah. You know, so maybe the whole month was actually, now that I'm unpacking all this in front of all of you, the whole month was me. It's me. <laughs> Hi. No. It's me. I'm the problem. It's, it's me. me. <laughs> at T, I don't even know any of the other words. Then. That's I think it. it's like at T time. That's, yeah. I literally. Coffee time. Every day it's I'm me. I'm dancing <laughs> so embarrassingly right now. Uh, um, she got that white girl dance going I on. I do. I, unashamed, guys. Um, unapologetically. But I think that's the thing is um, I do have past traumas that I yeah. easily fall into. And I do really good for a really long time. And then sometimes it just... Do, 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 oh, a do, thousand percent. Do, do. Hi. And let's be honest, you're not alone. I have, I have things that I've. And dealt I think with. that it was a collide. It was a collide of October. I, think I had th- my and own. Really, as you we're even talking about this right now, and that's what I love about this. And you know, you're welcome. You get this real life experience right out. <laughs> like it's like two cars that were just like kind of going and then just kind of collided, and they were just past trauma. You know, it's yeah. like we just kind of collided these two. Um, you know, gosh. Wow, my brain is starting to really unpack oh. a lot of things. Um, you know, unpack but just, it, um, just like with, you know, Julian's had a lot of really unfortunate things happen. Um, a lot of like disappointing leadership, I would say. Let's yeah. just say it like that without being, yeah. you know, and um, a lot of disappointing leadership, a lot of things that did not go the way that people said that they would go, a lot of overpromising way underproducing and then obviously my background with like mental health and just you know fear and feeling insecure and that's the thing is I and a lot of women out there you're gonna understand this my deepest desire is just to feel safe and secure yeah like whatever that looks like I want to be secure and safe financially physically mentally and so when I start to feel any of that feel a little off kilter I just panic Um, and so that's like what I said, realigning, like when we're not aligning ourselves with the word of God and really taking those things before the Lord and saying like, Hey, this is feels like a struggle, then it's hard. Yeah. And so so like for you, like fear of failure or fear of being let down or not being able to provide when those things start to whisper in your ear again, you become a whole different, totally different person. Don't you think? Absolutely. And so then we're both not our best selves. And so then it's like, okay, great. Well, who's going to pick this mess up? Because neither one of us is doing very well. (laughs) Gabby, Gabby. Well, and that's, let's be honest. That's the other thing. When you're navigating a tough season and you have kids, what do you try to do? You want to protect them yeah. from seeing that. So then you're like, I don't want to say fake, but you almost feel like you're being kind of fake when your kids are with you. Like, yeah, everything's good. And we do this thing where we talk about like every night, not every night, most nights at dinner. What was the best part of your day? What was the, this was a good part. And then what was like your, eh, kind of your strike out of the yeah. day, something you didn't like. So then it was like, okay, we're going through the motions cause we have to be good parents. But then we're like looking at each other, like side eye, like yeah, I don't each other. like you Frank don't even you. touch my leg. Like, are you trying to footsie me right now? Because <laughs> oh, I always try to, I am footsie. not even touching. You. I for sure try to, I'm you're trying to right kiss now. me. Ew. <laughs> um, but am I right though? Like 100%. your kids are around. You want to protect your kids because your kids do not need 
to see your drama. They can yeah. see you navigate things in a healthy way, yep. but like your drama and your unnecessary, no. Yeah, they they need, need to be, you need to show them healthy they and loving. They see and hear everything. everything. Oh my gosh, I swear. We will whisper. Whisper. The tiniest whisper. From a far away. And Gavin will be like, what did you say? I, I think I heard you. Why did you say that? And I'm like, we cannot literally say anything. Well, Julian is the okay. I'm always having the Julian's a hot mess though. Oh, okay, yeah. parents. Code. <laughs> literally this morning. <laughs> I am talking about someone's story <laughs> that they had told me. I say, yeah, they tried to K I S S this person. Okay. Not in front of Gabby. Gabby can spell. She's literally in middle school. Elsie cannot spell. Maybe she can though. I mean, it's a pretty easy word. And her favorite song is Kiss the Girl. So, I mean, let's be honest. Like, sha la 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 Yeah, you know? <coughs> so, I'm like, yeah, they tried to K-I-S-S. And Julian goes, try to kiss her? And I'm like, <laughs> do you not speak parent? Like, I literally just spelled the word for you. Oh, you do this all the time, gosh. though. Oh, my gosh. I know. I'm telling you, I don't think you've ever understood I've the never code. caught on to the code. <laughs> never caught the code. Ever. I'm, I'm like... like Babe. Why are you making such a big deal? I don't understand. You're it's like, just a kiss. And, like, because, sudden, and then all of a sudden, Elsie goes, he kissed her? <laughs> yeah. <I'm> like, <laughs> it repeats right away. I'll I'm like, Julian, uh, your kids are Why? Listening. Why did she do that? Why did he, Why I'm did like, he do oh this? My gosh. I'm like, babe. <laughs> so Julian, do not spell in front of him. He will repeat it out loud. I will repeat it. I will spell it for you. I will you. spell right. it out. Do you yeah. not know how to say kiss? What's wrong <laughs> with you? Hello. Anyway, yeah. So... That is our it's so real, real life yeah. navigating just, Ooh. are you crying? Yeah, it's so funny. Just navigating a tough month Yeah, where no extreme trauma, No, but where it just feels like every day off. is mud. You know, just you're just off. like, oh, this just We were just treading feel. through mud. Yep. 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 And instead yep. of putting our backs to each other so we don't have to sleep in the mud, we were just looking at each other, trudging ah. through by ourselves. <laughs> yeah. A little Forrest Gump action right there. I don't know if you noticed, but, but, uh, but it's amazing too, though. I think what's really cool about like, obviously there's things and you grow each day, but when you really come to each other, you one, you say like, Hey, can you forgive me? And you just like, you're honest. It's like right away. We can just go to having good Oh, for sure. Absolutely. You know, like, it's like, okay, we can let that go. We can navigate it as we go. We're still navigating plenty of things. Oh, all of um, our kids have tons of no school this month. I mean, just like I was saying, but it's like, you just learn to navigate it. You do. And you, you know, do. I think it's cool too, because I do feel like every time we navigate like a tough month or tough season or a traumatic thing, it just takes our marriage to like another level. Oh, for sure. You know, just another level of, Hey, we can navigate that. We can weather that. Then really what can't we weather not that i'm asking for anymore we don't need any more but it's like you just grow you know yeah. and that's the point of well, being married and, and how you same. stay married yeah. is if you don't grow in your marriage especially i mean when we will have been married for it'll be 17 years next year yeah and if you don't grow that that's just like boring if we were st still trying to be that 20 and 18 year old oh, gross forget it like it wouldn't 18 -year -old work me it would we have me. to <laughs> we, we have to we have to you evolve have to grow. and you grow have to. with each other Absolutely. because our personalities change yeah. the things we enjoy your change. goals your dreams, goals, dreams. I mean, all of now that. we're parents so that changes everything Absolutely. i mean like you if you don't change with each other and grow with each other you're going to be in a bad place mm -hmm. and so that's why i always tell people i'm like well you're not 18 anymore now you're 
30, you should probably start to figure out your life. You know, like that's the kind of stuff that we need to help. And we want to help people understand um, that it takes effort and time and growth. And when you do that, your marriage can be stronger together, you know, and taking moments and months like we had and really almost like building a monument. This could be our monument. We we're putting rocks down to remember what we went through and what, what was hard for us and how we can navigate it better next time, next time it comes around. Yeah. And that's what our goal is, is that we can always remember and get better. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. But, um, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe. We would love to see more of you leave a comment. Uh, we want to know in any topics that you want us to talk about. We would love to know more about that. Um, we will literally talk about pretty much everything. And, uh, you know, even if we have to take it down on the notch just to be able to talk about it, we'll talk about it. But, um, Make sure you subscribe. We would love yeah. to hear about you, about you. If you're on just listening to the podcast, we would love for you to leave a review. We would love to hear what you think. Please um, be nice. Leave reviews. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and I'll just tell you right now, if you're a troll, I'll troll you, troll you right back. Just kidding. Actually, I will. But, um, but we love you guys. We appreciate yeah. you listening. We mm-hmm. appreciate that um, you are here today. Also, we just hope that we were somewhat of a help to you yeah. today to help you navigate when you go through hard times yeah. in your life. But until next time, we'll see ya.